For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Friends, Common Man and T-Bone here for the sports book at Hollywood Casino Columbus. Yes, but we also want you to know about the Pen Play Rewards app. It's free to download and set up. Set up the Pen Wallet feature to get pen cash for slots, tables, or dining during your next visit. Yep, you could even receive over $1,000 in rewards. And of course, you can still bet all your favorite games at the sports book at Hollywood Casino Columbus. So do that too, losers. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-589-9966. <laughs> Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Oh, man. We were just talking during the break about those semifinals games and the betting experience, you know, that Michigan Alabama game, and then the craziness that was the Sugar Bowl, which took place at what, like? 12 midnight and a lot of people had to work the next day so a lot of people missed it but it ended up being a crazy finish where washington pulls it out but texas had a shot at the end down six basically at the 12 yard line with 20 seconds left and uh ends up having uh, a couple opportunities in the end zone can't pull through and washington makes it to the national championship game so guys let's give our thoughts now kind of our percentage chance that we think that washington can be Michigan because the betting line at Hollywood Casino Columbus is Michigan minus four and a half and the money line is minus 190 Washington to pull off the upset is plus 160 so guys let's go around the table here and say kind of percentage chance Washington wins a national championship and beats Michigan yeah shockingly the betting lines sound about right to me I would favor Michigan in this game I think Washington Washington has more than a puncher's chance, as we've been talking about. Ryan's talked about this a lot. Like, yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, Michigan is fierce on both sides of the line. There's no doubt about it. To bully Alabama and consistently on both sides of the line, I mean, that is really, really hard to do. So that's going to be tough sledding for Washington. But Michigan's secondary is suspect. They have not faced a quarterback anywhere near as good as Penix. Somebody told me today you could argue McCord is the best quarterback they faced. I might say Mil- Milrose the best, but ridic- regardless, Penix will be the best quarterback they faced. And where where are they susceptible in their defense in the secondary, as Ryan has talked about, as you've talked about, Scotty? So, listen, I give Washington a decent chance in this game. I'm going to pick Michigan to win by three. If I if I had to bet the point spread, I would take Washington plus four and a half. Um, if it was even money, I would take Michigan on the money line. I'm going to stay away from it and just root for Washington okay. <laughs> and, and hope, hope our boys bet cashes because he put it in and you put another, you're going to get to your bet too. Yeah. You guys both have bets that I hope cash. All right, Ryan percentage chance. I think for me personally right now, it's probably, it was probably like 75, 25, but after watching the f- semifinals, it's probably down to like 60-40, 55-45. Michigan, what I saw from Washington, I don't know like if they're going to be able to run the ball, especially with the injury to the running back now, and I don't know if they're going to be able to stop the run, but I still have a ton of faith in Penix, and Michigan cannot guard all three of those receivers, I don't think. 
And it's not like Washington's line is going to show up like Ohio State's did and give Penix no time. He has enough mobility with his legs, enough experience that I think he's going to make plays. So I I still think Washington with a slight edge. Mid-fourth quarter of that Washington-Texas game where Washington was up 13, and it looked like they were just going to put that game away. They actually had ball up 13 and tried to run a trick play, uh, and it didn't work, and Texas got the ball back. I was thinking, you know what? This Washington team is just destined to win the national championship. Michael Penix should have won the Heisman Trophy. I yelled about that for two weeks after he didn't. Um, but I'll tell you what, that that injury to Dylan Johnson for me is huge. You brought it up. It was in the last minute of the game. And I, hopefully, I haven't seen an update whether he's going to play, but it didn't look good. So it's hard to imagine him getting back that quickly. But he's been great for Washington the last well, really the second half of the season, he had a 250-yard game against USC and four touchdowns. He's had 150-yard games. He had two touchdowns, both against Oregon and then Texas back-to-back. I think that's going to be a big problem. If they cannot run the football, I worry for Washington. Now, I do have a betting story for you guys. Because as you guys know, I've been on Washington. Uh, before anyone. Very, very early. I think you were on them before, like, Tony Castricone or anyone. <laughs> And real quick, Scotty, just uh-huh. because you mentioned Dylan Johnson, this was three hours ago. He okay. is expected to play. Okay, that's so, huge. That's huge. We'll see so, how effective, but at least he's going to give it a go. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Because that that end injury in the final minute did not look good. But so I had a futures bet where I had uh, I did two with Washington. Uh, there were golfers involved, and those they won. Of course, they were. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was Washington to win the national championship, and. I had both the Eagles and the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. I had both of those and uh, in two separate bets. I did it twice, both to win $40,000. So it's like, oh my gosh, if Washington wins the national championship. Here's the sad, depressing, Uh really, really crappy part about this. Uh Uh-oh. So during the Pac-12 championship game, I may or may not have had a few drinks during the game and saw Oregon making a crazy comeback that it looked like they were going to eliminate Washington. So in the fourth quarter, I decided to cash out of those two bets for oh, about a total no. of about five hundred bucks. You ain't getting to Bermuda on five hundred bucks, man, unless you're taking like a like a log float or something. Then you're gonna get lost in the Bermuda Triangle. So I Goodness have to, gracious, I, Scotty. I know I am so We're angry. so close to Bermuda. And I haven't told anybody that story yet, so I'm telling so you guys, told everyone. and I'm telling Columbus, and yeah, it, it's so depressing, and that's why I'm watching that Washington game, and I'm kind of rooting for Texas just because of that bet, because I was like, oh my gosh, if Washington ends up winning it all, and then I don't think the Eagles are going to win it all, but the 49ers certainly are still the favorite to win it all. I will be one sad little man if if uh, I was going to say happens. at least you have like your pride of saying like I'm the one that called this uh-huh. ahead of time. But then you said forty thousand dollars. Like <laughs> yeah. you gotta, you're going to channel your inner like Marcellus uh, Wallace, like uh, bleep pride. So I, I hate to say this. No, I can't even say. It. I'm not going to say go Michigan. But no, 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 I'm no. not. I'm not. I'm still going to root for Washington. But now I got to root against uh, the the Super Bowl being. The the 49ers or the Eagles. All right, when we come back, a little less depressing segment, we're going to talk about the Brownies and the Bengals. So that is next on On the Money. 
This is Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN Nation. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. On ONN. All right, Browns at Bengals this Sunday, 1 o'clock. Not exactly the uh, big matchup we expected. The Browns have been fantastic. They're 11-5. and five. They've clinched a playoff berth. The Bengals, not so much. It's interesting when you look at the betting lines here, guys, and the betting advice. Bengals favored by 7. Minus 300 for the Bengals to win, plus 250 for the Browns. You're thinking, what? Here's the thing about this game, though. The Bengals will be motivated to win even if they shouldn't be, just to get a winning record. I hearken back to it would have been the 2019 season. They went into the last game. All they needed to do was lose to make sure they got the number one pick. They won. They still got the number one. They got lucky. They still got the number one pick, which ended up being Joe Burrow. My point is Zach Taylor was motivated to win a game when he had two wins on the season. Zach Taylor sitting there at 8-8 eight and eight, definitely wants to finish 9-8. and eight. If I'm the Browns, I have really no motive. Why are you going to play anybody who's good in this game and you know you're going to the playoffs? So, but then again, seven's a lot of points. I don't know how I feel. I feel like the Bengals will win this game. I hope the Browns win, just for draft purposes for the Bengals. <laughs> but, like, I don't know how to feel about this, like, betting-wise, Scotty. What do you got? It's one that I would probably just play the money line. I wouldn't want to mess with the seven points at all. But I will tell you, in the last week for NFL betting, I mostly stay away. Like, this is a week where, and look, I don't stay away often. And will I actually <laughs> I stay away? away? He needs like no. five, Probably not. five bets instead of 15, right? <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's really all about motivation. We talk about this with bowl games. It's which team needs wins, which team doesn't care. And, and so that's a, a humongous thing with this last week. You got to look at the, the, the games where the game matters for a team. That's why I'm like taking the Cowboys because it matters for them as far as winning the vision and things like that but yeah to me this game doesn't matter to either team enough to bet that game i do want to provide a little bit of betting information on some players who might be motivated this weekend because if you like doing player props sometimes these guys find these teams find a way to get some of their players their bonus money so i've got some bonus money numbers out there for you guys in case you like playing player props because odell beckham jr needs five catches for a 250 $50,000 bonus. Chris Jones needs half a sack to earn $1.25 million. Austin Eckler needs 110 total yards to cash in a $100,000 bonus. And how about this one? DeAndre Hopkins has a lot to play for. 49 yards to get $1 million as a bonus. Seven catches to get $250,000. He might get a Taco Bell in his house if he gets that one. <laughs> yeah. i so tell you what. And also, I would yeah. say benchmarks, too. And some of, these, some of these might be tied to like incentives, but like Joe Mixon for the Bengals is an example. He's like 78 yards away from 1,000 rushing yards. Stuff like that. Teams, especially in Week 17 where nothing's really on the line, so if you're trying to bet, let's say the overrunner for Joe Mixon is like 48 and a half rushing yards, which is what it would normally be. I would take the over this week because they're going to try and get him those a thousand yards. They're going to try and get him about 78 yards. Yeah. And like, oh, if you're Odell Beckham, you, you're going to say, keep me in there. Give me those five catches. Sure. And it's fun seeing these like pro athletes. I remember Hayden Hurst last year for the Bengals when he got his 50th catch. He was out there. I knew, I didn't even <laughs> know that his 50th catch was 
an incentive. But he's out there like doing this, like the uh, I got money, money, money. And then afterwards, I checked, like he got like it was like a fifty thousand dollar bonus or something like that. But it's like, yeah. see these guys out there making like millions of dollars, so happy. Like if you and I like won fifty thousand dollars, would be going crazy too. But it's it's so cool, and uh, yeah, I think that's a I think that's a great point. Well, it's just like us, right? It, working our jobs. If you have an incentive, you're gonna go for it, and if you hit it, hey, that's a big deal for you. Uh, another one I wanted to throw out there, Geno Smith. He uh, he's playing for a ton this week and if the Seahawks secure a playoff spot he gets a two million dollar bonus gets to face the Cardinals who have a bad secondary and so for me I would consider taking Geno Smith and the over on the passing yard so there's things like that if you love doing player props and I I'll tell you what Dave this has been my worst season ever for doing player props you know how we used to talk to Noah Kirk at uh, Hollywood Casino Columbus about this. And we would say, Hey, what's, you know, some of the best bets for the house? And it was the same game parlays that he said were the ones where the casinos honestly bring a lot back because yeah, you're going to have the occasional win and the big win here or there, but people love to stack so many things and those odds just aren't good enough to do it. Now these. You got guys who are motivated. Maybe you can throw a couple of these in, but I wouldn't go crazy and say, all right, let's try and get all of these motivated, motivated players to win their player prop because I think that would be a little bit outrageous. But I think maybe you could sho- shove like two or three of them in a parlay, and I think that might make sense. I love that advice, Scotty. That's probably something nobody's talking about or very few people are talking about. Research these bonuses. Yeah. Going into the last week, if a guy is close... These teams will go out. These coaches, this is not like the owner calling plays, unless you're the Carolina Panthers. Um, these coaches are going to try and get their guys these bonuses. We've yeah. seen it time and time again. They will go out of their way to get their guys their bonuses. So I have never heard anybody bring that up as far as gambling. That is a that is great advice, especially going into the final week. I keep saying, saying week 17, week 18. Weekend. Going to the final week of the NFL season, it's now or never for these guys. If you're close to your bonus, and again, I'll mention landmarks too, benchmarks, thousand yards, stuff like that. Look into that. Bet these player props. Two other quick ones I'm going to throw at you guys. Jadavion Clowney needs half a sack to earn $750,000. You know, he's taking on the Steelers, all right? Uh, this is going to be a motivation for him to get to the quarterback, one sack, and it's almost a million bucks. And then Alexander Madison needs 124 rushing yards for a $650,000 bonus as well. So, the, again, that is a lot of rushing yards, but he will be motivated to try and get as close as he can to that number. Up next is this or that. That's coming up next on The Money. Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. <laughs> now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. This segment, we're going to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Reminder, though, sports are fast. Betting shouldn't be, which is why it's important to set limits, know the risks, and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org. All right, Ryan, let's hit it. Let's do some this or that. All right, let's start out with a Buckeye Hoops question. Will this Ohio State basketball team finish in the top five of the Big Ten this year? 
Dave, you first. I'm getting with yes. If you put it at top four, I would have had to think a little bit harder about it. Andy Katz came out with his Big Ten power rankings, had Ohio State third. I was in a group text, and people were A, happy with that, and B, the other question was like, how crappy is the Big Ten this year? <laughs> now, he did have Illinois. He did dock Illinois a lot uh, with not having Shannon. They might have Shannon back. Who knows about that? But, like, I put Ohio State right there. At fifth. I think they're going to finish fifth, so I'm getting with they're going to be in the top five. I think so, too. I, look, I don't think they're going to be ahead of Purdue. Uh, I think Wisconsin is really pretty solid. I think Illinois, you know, the Shannon information, uh, who knows how that's going to play out. But those are three really good teams. And then it's wide open. Uh, what One thing that I do know is Michigan sucks, and I love that. Uh, they're not playing well. They're 6-7 <laughs> and seven on the year. They lost to a school called McNeese State. Oh, so I didn't even know take that. that, Michigan. That's the only trash talk of Michigan that we really have at this point. Um, but I'm going to say yes. They will finish top five. They will be a tournament team. And Ryan, they're going to make the second weekend of the tournament this year. I don't know what you drank before the show, Scotty, but I wish I had some of it. Uh, I, I'm not a believer in this team. You know that I'm not. I, you know, I, these guys last year didn't impress me. Hater. I'm not impressed this year with this team. Hater. I'm very disappointed that we haven't seen more from these freshmen. You can call me a hater all Josh you want, hater. but I just don't like what I see from this team, and I don't have any faith that Holtman can get them over the hump, so I do not think they finish in the top five. All right, let's go to the cards. Ooh, he's got the random this or that card. All right, you guys getting with you'd rather have a rewind button in your life or you'd rather have a fast forward button in your life? 100% rewind. We're going to rewind. We're going to place bets. We're going to win a lot of money. (laughs) And that's the way we're going. Anyone who's fast forward is crazy. That's hilarious. Scotty, of course, (laughs) goes right to betting. I immediately went with, yeah, things I did in high school, that'd be a lot different. Like, it's (laughs) like certain uh, people of the opposite sex, like, I would definitely be a lot cooler. And you immediately go to gambling. I love that. Biff's, I'll all almanac. Biff's almanac, as you always talk about. I'm with you, man. Give me the rewind button. Yeah, guys, life moves fast enough as it is. We need to slow it down a little bit, so I will go. Uh, I'll hit the reverse as well. All right, guys, uh, let's try to get some positive Ohio State football news in here. The All-American Bowl, the practices for that are going on right now, and it sounds like two Ohio State recruits, Edric Houston and Jeremiah Smith, are just dominating the practice there. There's a video that made the rounds on social media of Edric Houston just bull rushing like a six-foot-seven, 360-pound kid and put him down. I think it was like a 460-pound kid. It was a big dude, and (laughs) Edric Houston just tore him up. So are you guys getting with Edric Houston or Jeremiah Smith having the bigger impact next year as a freshman? I'm getting with Jeremiah Smith just because it's easier for a wide receiver to see the field early. And typically at Ohio State, that doesn't mean anything because there's so many guys ahead of you. But look at all the guys that have transferred out. There is room for Jeremiah Smith to play. A guy like Noah Rogers, I think, would have played a decent amount if he would have stayed. Julian Fleming, of course, moving on. Xavier Johnson moving on. Marvin Harrison Jr., of course, moving on. I think Emeka is going to come back. But I think Jeremiah Smith will be in that top three, top four rotation. Um, Edric Houston will not redshirt, but I think with all of the defensive linemen that are coming back, it's going to be a little tougher for him to see as many snaps as Jeremiah Smith. It's also tougher for a defensive lineman to play right away, in my opinion, than a wide receiver. Um, I love both of them, my friends. Give me Jeremiah Smith. 
I'm with you, Dave. Jeremiah Smith. Look, we've heard the buzz. The fact that this guy got the buzz that he did in South Florida, uh, a place that has a ridiculous amount of talent, and people have said that he is a generational talent. He's got to come in here because, to be honest with you, we know if he comes in here, doesn't play his freshman year, what happens? They leave, right? So you got to make sure that he's got a shot right away. So give me Jeremiah Smith. The thing that worries me about Smith is I don't know if we'll have a quarterback to sling it around enough to feed all the mouths on the outside. But for Edric Houston, it sounds like Jack Sawyer's coming back. I loved what I saw the other night out of Kenyatta Jackson and Cade Curry there uh, as backing up as well. And we still don't know about JT for sure. Uh, so I don't know how much Edric Houston's going to get in the rotation. So I'm going to lean Jeremiah Smith, but it's a close one. Okay, guys, Justin Fields having a great second half of the year with the Bears. The Bears have been surprisingly very good down the stretch. We know they're going to have the Carolina Panthers pick at the top of the draft. Does the Bears, do the Bears invest in a new quarterback or do they stay with Justin Fields going forward? I know I'm in the minority here. I know I'm in Columbus, Ohio, so people are going to say I'm biased. I think they stay with Justin Fields. Here's why. I mean... There was a lot of talk Caleb Williams was the no-doubt number one pick. Now what are you hearing? A lot of analysts are saying, no, it's Drake May. And is Drake May a sure thing? No. no. A lot of people last year were saying, oh, get rid of Justin Fields and take Bryce Young. I didn't hear. I heard Mike Tannenbaum on ESPN going out of his way saying, the Bears should get rid of Justin Fields and take Bryce Young. He wasn't saying C.J. Stroud. He was saying Bryce Young. So everybody's saying, oh, there's this sure thing for the Bears. Okay, you don't know what you're talking about. Maybe he's a sure thing. Maybe he's not. You don't know for sure. I think the Bears are going to keep Justin Fields, and they're either going to trade the pick or they're going to take best player available. Okay, yeah, I'm with you, Dave. I really believe the way Justin Fields has played down the stretch. You know what you got with him, and it's pretty good. So I think they stay with Justin Fields. If I'm the Bears, I'm finding out who's number three in this draft. And I'm saying, hey, what will you give us to move up so Cardinals you can get the be. quarterback you want? Cardinals will be. And they have You got the Murray. Patriots in the mix, the Commanders, all of them there. So it's going to be interesting to see. But if I'm the Bears, I drop back to that third pick. Get another first-round pick or something. You pick Marvin. Yeah. You pick an offensive lineman at 10 or yeah. 9 or 11, wherever you've at, and you build build this team around Fields. DJ Moore obviously likes him. The Bears seem to like the players like Fields. He's been playing pretty good. There's a lot of talent there. I think you could win with him if you build around him. So that's what I would do. Up next, let's go. Boom. I had to do it. Had to step in and do it. All right. Up next, we're going to do even more. This or that. That's coming up next on The Money. This is Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. <laughs> now back to Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Welcome back to On The Money. Final segment of the show. Really appreciate you guys riding with us tonight. All right, let's get into it. So how are we feeling about this national championship game? Washington, four-and-a-half-point dogs. Obviously, Michigan, four-and-a-half-point favorites. 
Man, I don't know if I'm ready for Michigan to win a national championship. It's been a long time. I know time I'm not since ready for it. Won an out, it's been since 1948 since they've won an outright national championship. So go Michael Penix. Yeah, I. you know what? I felt really pretty good about Washington down the stretch in that Texas game. But it, it made me nervous how quickly Texas got back in it. I, I just I, I just feel like Michigan might dominate the line of scrimmage in this game. And Michael Penix looked like the Heisman Trophy winner that he should have been in that game against Texas. It's such a quick turnaround. You know, you have one week uh, from the semifinal to the national championship this week. It's a quick one. I'm a little bit worried. And so I do think Michigan... Unfortunately, I hate to even say it, Michigan wins the national championship. Scotty, what you just said, that's one thing I will like about the playoff, because you know I'm not for more teams in the playoffs, but the the distance between games and then all of a sudden like we have had all this time off and now we've got a week yeah you know the the more consistency in the games at least and not the long layoff i'm gonna like a lot better i'm glad you brought that up because i was actually looking ahead to next year's schedule already like as far as how they're going to be working that out and they are going to be doing three games on new year's day that will be quarterfinal games and then there will be one game on new year's eve and just think about that day like that that night, you know, on New Year's Eve, you need a great game because this last week we had an NFL game and it, it sucked, right? I love when you have a big game on New Year's Eve and then you have all day, three straight games of of uh, quarterfinal games. So I love how the schedule is going to work out with this new playoff. I hate to admit this because I was thinking, okay, Michigan's going to be exposed now. Like if you're a Michigan fan, you're thinking, oh, how much of that cheating scandal really help us, huh? Since they've been exposed, they beat Ohio State. And they go to, and they beat, I mean, beating Iowa is beating Iowa. Beating Alabama, and I put my money where my mouth was. I wish I didn't have my mouth, because I still have my money. <laughs> I thought Alabama, I, I said I said to you guys and to our audience, I said, this is not, people that are saying Alabama's going to blow them out, no. This is going to be a good game, but I thought Alabama was going to win, and I was pretty convinced of that. Um, credit to Michigan. It wasn't a fluke. It was, seemed kind of fluky early that Alabama was actually winning. Michigan controlled that game. We'll see, though. They have not seen anything like Penix. I was watching, though. I watched a little replay of that game. I don't know why. I Just a little uh, pain. But the fact that Michigan <laughs> had fourth and two at their own 30-yard line with just a couple minutes left, I actually really appreciated the aggressive nature of Jim Harbaugh to go for it because I think, honestly, there's some coaches that kind of, you know, get conservative in those kind of situations. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I like that Harbaugh actually was willing to go for it and he knew if the, you don't pick up that fourth and two at your own 30 you're losing the game and they picked it up it's crazy thinking about to the covid year thing and he's done dead man walking and now three years later now i still think he's off to the nfl where are you at on that I after agree. this year i agree i think he's gone i think he's leaving a lot of charger smoke i was gonna uh, a th- lot of chargers smoke. thank you ryan and that makes a lot of sense i mean obviously we know him best for I mean, he was drafted by the bears played most of his career with the colts got to an afc championship game finished his career with the chargers started his coaching career where in san diego okay not with the chargers but with the university of san diego one double a school so it makes a lot of sense justin herbert you know he's going to want a quarterback um, I've heard some smoke about the Bears as well. I think now Everflus might keep his job. We'll see. Um, I agree with you, Ryan. Raiders are another one to keep an eye on, I've heard. If you guys think he goes, who takes the Michigan job? Oh, Sharon Moore will, right? Hasn't he earned it? It'd be hard to argue that. Now, I mean, right? I don't think so. 
I don't. I don't. I, Michigan's program. I don't know if you're giving it to a guy who hasn't been a head coach before. Ah. I know Ohio State did that. How's that turn I out? I know. I think Ward Manuel would do that, though. I really do. I think Sharon Moore has done a good job. That is our show for this evening. For Scotty Vegas and Ryan Baker, I am Dave Biddle. Thank you very much for joining us. This has been On the Money. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. We return you to our regularly scheduled programming already in progress. Please enjoy not knowing what they're talking about. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. From Studio Q in Las Vegas, Nevada, this is Game Night with Q Myers on ESPN Radio. Here we go. Here we go. Actually, I'm just going with the team I can make the sound of. That's what I'm doing. That's what I was thinking. You learned so much from this segment. You learned animal noises. You learned what's the bigger animal. This, like, I just, I love how enlightening this segment is. Because the more you know. Cardinals at Bears. Bears, four-point favorites. Give me the Cardinals plus the four. You can make a bird noise. I don't, I can't really whistle like that. No, 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 no. There you go. Okay, yeah. That sounded like some kind of animal that was like in distress. Cowboys at Dolphins. Dolphins, one and a half point favorite. There you go. Thank you. There you go. I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins minus the one and a half. Me and Flipper to the top. Blue, you're my boy. This is Game Night with Q Myers on ESPN Radio. That guy that you hear, the guy that has no sense whatsoever, is the guy that I say is my homeboy. So what does that say about me? He's Emmett Golden. I'm Q Myers. It's game night on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Emmett, I got to ask, have you been working on your animal sounds? Oh, no, man. It just comes from the heart, you know, um, just in the moment. You know, it catches and it grabs me. You know, you can't, you just, some you can't replicate. So, you know, I just kind of go off the dome with it. Okay, because we're going to get into NFL Week 18 oh, yeah. pick picks, and you may need a couple of those sounds. And I hope oh, I'm always ready. You. I hope they don't grab you too hard, man. I hope you're able to go ahead and make <laughs> hey, that <yep>. happen. <laughs> Look, you want to be a part of the show, you can always hit us up on Dr. Pepper. Call in line at one triple eight. Say ESPN one eight eight seven two nine three seven seven six on Twitter at egoldie eighty at your boy Q two five four, and of course at ESPN Radio. <laughs> Before we get into our Week 18 NFL quick picks, our guy 14th and in Indy hit us up by way of Twitter and said, Q, Emmett, Coach Ryans, talking about D'Amico Ryans, really supports CJ. Talking about CJ Stroud. Not like Peyton, Sean Payton, with Russell Wilson. Ryans should be Coach of the Year. I think he has had a great year, and I think he's done a great job, but I think the coach of the year resides in Cleveland, Ohio, and Kevin Stefanski. They will be starting their fifth quarterback this week 
But and this one, the they're fifth one play. is because, well, they, they, they can't change where they're sitting, right? They can't it, change. Because they the locked place. up the fifth seat. Right, exactly. That's why. Because they done, they did what they had to do with the other four guys, so right. they're starting the fifth quarterback. And I, I think D'Amico is, you know, in all seriousness, I think he is worthy yeah. of the coach of the year. I just think it's going to go a different way. I do, too. And, and my point was that they got where they needed to go with their four quarterbacks, right? I mean, they're yeah, starting their no fifth doubt. one because they just chose to f- pick their fifth one. But the other right. four? That was by necessity. Yeah. <laughs> was, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they, they called the dude that was literally sitting on the couch next to me watching Law & Order SVU, and mm-hmm. I thought my phone was ringing. It was really Joe Flacco's, and I was like, is that you? He's like, no, it's me. <laughs> yeah, hello? Kevin Stefanski? Yeah, I'll be in Cleveland. And he there he is. So I just missed my call. I could have been that guy. I think you would have been next. I think Andrew Barry would have hit you up had I'm Flacco saying. not answered the phone. Well, you know, he was tired of watching Law and Order SVU, and you know me. I'll watch it all day long. That's how I roll. He's Emmett Colton. I'm Q Myers. It's game night now. It is time to get into our NFL Week 18 Quick Picks. We're staring at a lot of games, and time is ticking. Time's a bit of a factor here. Let's pick some winners. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. This is Game Night's Quick Picks. Now, we like to tell you that we're going to get every single one of these right, and if you go ahead and play some bets, you use ESPN Bet, you can go ahead and win a lot of money. But when I look at the overall standings, that doesn't really back up my claim. I am 112 and 125 in this exercise that we call NFL Quick Picks. Mm-hmm. Emmett is 88 and 93. Clearly, I've had a few more games. Neither one of us is worth the salt, but we're no. going to give you our best try. We're going to give you, well, we got 15 seconds uh, to make this decision between the both of us. And, of course, Tara Slajewski, a.k.a. Sister Sledge, our super producer, is going to give us the games. She's going to give us the spread, and we're going to have to make it happen. If we don't, we'll hear a buzzer that sounds like this. That's right. After there you the go. Clock. See, now that's, now that's a sound effect. See how I did that? Oh, well, how did it sound like again? Hold on. Okay, yeah, now that was that was just as bad as my dolphin. But that's it definitely right. was not. It definitely yeah. was not. But you're just hating. That's okay. There you go. There we go. That's how we roll. Sister Sleds, go on and take it away for us. So since we didn't have a show last Wednesday, you guys are coming off your bye week. So yeah, let's see go. if well you're well rested. Let's see if you can now end the season on a high level. No. I always win the bye week. Steelers at Ravens. Lamar Jackson will not be playing. Steelers four point favorites. In, I, I like the Steelers. Yeah. yeah. I got Pittsburgh all day. I think Tomlin's done a hell of a job again. But with no Lamar, Ravens aren't really playing for much. Pittsburgh. Texans at Colts. Texans, one-point favorites. Go ahead, Emmett. Yeehaw! How about them Texans? <laughs> Give me the That's Texans That's not even the saying. One. The saying is how about them Cowboys? Get your, right. I said yeehaw. Get your cities in Texas, correct? <laughs> there you go. That's a cold, but... Man. Yeah. Shout out to H Town, right? Shout out to Bun B. Shout out oh, to man, Paul UGK Wall, right? For life. Shout out to UGK. You said, "How about them Texans? How about H Town, Chameleonaire, right? Riding dirty. Let, yeah. Yeah. Should I go on? <laughs> Beyonce. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Eagles at Giants. Eagles five point favorites. Boy. Hey, you know what? I heard Tyrod Taylor is Hold the quarterback on. for the Giants. You're going to have to give me the Giants plus five. I like that. To win or keep it close? Keep I got it Philly. close. I got Philly. I got okay. Philly. Philly's got to get right, man. Philly's got to get right, brother. So there they we gotta go. win and they gotta win like and feel good about themselves. So that's why I'll take Philly. But boy, that's a good that's a good one right there. Giants and and you getting five points? Yeah. 
especially with Tyrod. Yeah, hey, Philly. Jalen Hurts, make the main thing.